Oh my gosh. And they got it. And they got it in dispatch. This win was everything 2020 needed and more. They have clinched. We have big things coming in 2021. My name's Maddie. My name's Charlotte Payne. This is Locker Room Ladies. Go Canes. Welcome back to Locker Room Ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, it is August 26th. It is the last day of August. However, no, no, no. So Wait, it's your not roll. the last day of August. Oh, it's the last. Oh, shit. It's the last Thursday of August. What chunks are you on, Sleep deprivation. my friend? August 26th. All of them. Thank you, August 26th. Advil. <laughs> Happy birthday to Maddie Frake, my best friend of... I think it's been 12 years now, so that's a long time. Wow. Aww. Happy birthday, friend. Love you. Happy birthday to the other yes, Maddie. Maddie squared. Happy birthday, Mads. Love you. We love you so much here on Locker Room Ladies. Mm-hmm. Hope you hear the us. Hope you hear tennis this shout out. Queen. Have a great weekend. She's on the tennis okay. team. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, Maddie. Speaking of high school. Let me just dive right into this locker room lady of the week because mm, it's a javelin throw. <gasps> and no, we're not talking about me in high school. Oh my God, you guys, I will post wait, that I don't think photo. We've ever talked about this, but Charlotte <laughs> threw javelin in high school. <laughs> I threw javelin in high school. Definitely, I think my PR was maybe a hundred feet or meters. Don't even remember how they measured it in New Jersey well, in high school. I, but when like, I was in high quantify school, quantify that for us. Is that good? What's a good PR? Okay. Okay. We also have to. If you guys have never seen me before. I'm about a hundred pounds, five foot three. There's not a lot of meat on my bones. You know, I'm not ripped. I haven't been to the gym in a couple months. I feel like I could get ripped, right? I don't know. Genetic, genetically, I'm very tiny. Who's petite? And to, I'm petite, petite sous chef, and I am very small. And I could not throw the shot put. That was too heavy. I could, I really couldn't do. I was setting up for failure there. The javelin was the next best step. And I didn't have an arm like a lot of those girls did, like our locker room lady of the week. We'll get to her. But I had, you know, I had to build up that momentum. So 90 feet, I would say, I mean, think about it in terms of like, you have to stop your car like 100 feet before a stop sign. Is that true? I don't know. I'm in Jersey. I don't know how to drive well. Where are we here right now? Where, where is the, I don't know. (laughs) I said, what is a good personal record? In javelin, I don't know. I'm trying to put into perspective how I wasn't driving in New Jersey. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know like how to put that into a normal mean, like, like a lay person. And you're throwing javelin. What are you? Oh, well, Maddie, if you're our locker room lady of the week, Maria Andrashik, you are throwing an average. You're throwing like 230 feet. I was throwing 90. So she's got like a distance on me. <laughs> she's she's pretty Okay, good. but I still feel like I still feel like if you're at 100 feet, like it's not that far off from Okay, the but Olympian. that's also No. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's put me on her pedestal. That was also one time. That was my PR. It was I think it might have been 99 or something like that. But it was, okay, enough about me. (laughs) (laughs) Enough about me. I'll show you guys the picture. But let's get on to Dear Maria, Maddie, count her in. Count her in? Have you never heard the song? 
I got your picture. Oh, oh my god! god. Oh, dear. Maddie. Maddie's really tired, guys, you guys. I am unwell today. Oh my gosh. I am, I am, I am. Maddie is Matchbox 20. What is it? Matchbox 20 unwell. It's Matchbox 20. Oh my gosh. I'm not crazy. I'm just a little Oh my unwell. gosh. That's that song. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. I am. I am is it Matchbox 20? I am clearly just unwell. You can ask anybody. My poor boyfriend this week is, I've just been, whoa, not quite there. Uh, let's get back to God bless you if you live with Maddie <laughs> this week. She's tired. She needs a moment. Back to but Maddie's very excited to count in Maria. Yes. Here we Polish go. Polish javelin thrower Maria Andrashik auctioned off her Olympic silver medal to help send an eight-month-old baby boy to Stanford for heart surgery. I mean. How could she not be our locker room lady of the week? There's no question. She's the one. She won big in the Olympics. Well, you know what, Maddie, let's backtrack. Let's give a little bit on her. She is our locker room lady after all. She was diagnosed with a very rare bone cancer in 2018. It's called osteosarcoma. And she had three different surgeries while she was going through all that cancer scary stuff. And then still went to Tokyo and won silver in her event. And then not even two weeks later, auctioned it off. We've talked about this before. Getting to the Olympics, getting to the Olympic trials, all of that in itself is a feat. But actually winning a medal, being the top three best in the world in something that, oh my gosh, I just gave myself chills saying that. Like, it's just seriously so incredible. And to be willing to give that up to help someone else is Mm -hmm. so special and just so selfless and the best part about it is a polish store won the medal and they bid on it for 125 thousand dollars which okay wow and then they gave it back to her they paid it forward i mean she was paying it forward she was helping that eight-month-old baby and the store saw her good deed and decided to help out themselves so it's just it's a full circle it's so special well wishes thoughts and prayers to that eight-month-old baby and his Mm -hmm. family as he undergoes heart surgery now and of course he's getting access to some of the best doctors in the world so that's incredible just just so selfless and just so thoughtful i mean talk about empathy they really fought together and i'm telling you when that child grows up and lives an amazing life because he had access to some amazing medical professionals, he is going to use this as the most epic icebreaker <laughs> at his college orientation. <laughs> Maybe he'll throw a javelin. Maybe he will. Maybe he'll be inspired. All right, Maddie. Let's switch gears a little bit. <laughs> Shana's excited for this segment because <laughs> she has really good things to say about her favorite team. I do, I do. Aren't you excited? <laughs> Let's talk Yankees. As, as we record this, the Yankees are on television about 20 feet from where I'm sitting. So there's just a thin wall right in yeah. between me and the Yankees. Uh, and, and a little and bit if more you... it's television. So. <laughs> it's, yeah. If you, like me, have the MLB app going 24-7 on your favorite team, you might not see insert team name trails the Yankees or insert team name still trails the Yankees and then a score 
But I've seen that for the past mm, two weeks because this Yankees team has not lost since August 12th. That's two weeks That's of locker room. That's two podcasts ago, you guys. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Since they got Gallo and Rizzo in that trade deadline, they're 18-4, and four, and they've risen from fourth place in the ALEs to second in the division and first with the wild card spot. So that is epic for this team. I was supposed to go to a game on Sunday, but it did get rained out. seems like that keeps happening, and I will continue to buy the tickets. I will continue to waste the twenty to fifty dollars because I won't buy tickets better. Literally, than that. Charlotte said that luck. I think about two weeks ago that she was going to stop buying tickets, and again, she she did she did not follow through <laughs> with that, but keeps no, happening. Never. If you text me, you want to go to the game this weekend, I'm going to say Every yes. Every single time. I will obviously. never say no. I will. I will never say no. But Maddie, let's let's look at these standings a little bit because we have under forty games to go until it's that fun. Wait a second. Time. Wait a second. A real chilly quick. outside. We just have to. We can't skip over it. I wanted to skip over it last time because I was hopeful that the rut would be short lived. But while this <laughs> this New York team is on the rise, we have another mm-hmm. New York team that is free falling, and. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm talking about the New York Mets. And their owner, Steve Cohen, roasted them. He pretty much – he tweeted like, – he pretty much was just like, you guys are professional baseball players. Why do you suck so much behind the plate? Why can't you hit the ball? That's basically what he said. And it's really sad, honestly. Right now they're getting their asses whooped by the Giants. Okay. All right. Well, we don't need to <laughs> – Okay. Well, I might just add, though, whenever I saw them live in Miami, they did win – but it's been Maddie. You need to travel <laughs> with the team. It's been a, it's been a rough stretch. It has it has been um, a rocky couple of weeks for those New York Mets. Uh, I mean, hey, my guy Pete Alonso, he's still hitting the homers. Uh, Baez is back from his injury, so that I'm hopeful about that. I mean, hopefully Lindor and Degrom are going to get back healthy again. But yeah, they are the injury bug really got them. But also, yeah, they're. Their hitting numbers are not great. <laughs> but they are only third in the in the NL East though, and that's n- they're not too far behind the Phillies. That that conference though, the Braves usually do take that when it comes to postseason talk. But but they're not the too Yankees far behind are playing the, playing the Braves team. as we speak and they're on the hot streak, so maybe maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You guys hey, it's there's still time. Like Charlotte said, there's less than 40 games to go, but that's still a lot of baseball to be mm-hmm. played. So let's get into it, Charlotte, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so talking about the American League, the Rays do hold a four-game lead in the ALE, so that could pose a threat to this peaking Yankees squad. Seems like they're really peaking, but I, if you ask me, they haven't reached their peak just yet. But they will meet again for the final series of the regular season in the beginning of October. I call it sweet revenge. You might call it something different. I like to call it Bucktober because of that sweet, (laughs) sweet 2013 where the Pirates shined. Actually, I shouldn't even say they shined. The Pirates made the postseason, so it was Bucktober for about a week in Pittsburgh, and I loved it. If (laughs) If they don't win, it's okay. They still shine. Yes. They I mean, hey, Bucktober, it's been, it's been quite some time since Bucktober, but <laughs> I mean, talking about October, Maddie, 
what's gonna hold up is that bullpen but you also need some hitters too and offensively the rays have been really on fire with their rosa oh, and their Brandon charlotte's Lowe. favorite uh, <laughs> but if they can keep even this plateau where they're at they can stay steady they can surely go pretty far but that wild card game you know is looking like they might be in a dangerous position if the yankees stay where they're at and they get to that position where they're going to be facing off with the rays again in the postseason but the wild card game is looking pretty red too. Maddie, we've got the Red Sox and the Yankees, which would mm-hmm. be my ideal wild card game. Chris Sale's returned to the rotation and he's been a major key for them, but they do have a pretty easy schedule in the end 25% of the season. So, you know, he might be exactly what they need to get to that wild card spot to secure that spot, but I don't know, I'd love to see them face off. I don't know about anybody listening, but what a great game that would be. I mean, be. I think I think everyone kind of mm-hmm. understands the Yankees and the Red Sox are both just two iconic teams. I mean, when you think baseball, you think Yankee Stadium, you think Fenway. It's it, they are they, there's a, there's a handful of baseball teams that just exude that classic America's pastime energy, and I would say the Yankees and the Red Sox are definitely two of those teams. So, absolutely. Well, another one of those teams I would say is the Dodgers. Too. I actually just going to say is that. A dangerous, <laughs> dangerous squad, Maddie. Two minds. I was going to say the Dodgers alike. and the Cubs. And uh, <laughs> I was going to say the poem is two roads diverged oh in yellow wood. Wait, who was? Oh, Robert, Robert Frost. Frost. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Took the path less Robert Frost. traveled. Shout out. All right. Well, what path are we taking to the postseason? Will it be a clear one? For the Dodgers, maybe. <laughs> Why am I doing like a, I'm doing like a stand-up right now. I feel I like. like it. I mean, I like it. I'm a fan of this little segment, Charlotte. Go off. Okay. Well, in the West, they, I mean, if you want to keep your eyes on anyone, it's always going to be the Dodgers out there. Also the Giants. Hello. They're catching up. Scherzer and Trey Turner in LA. It is not looking safe to be a team in the NL West. I'm just saying. But Maddie, if I had to pick and I had to predict what teams I would think are in the World Series that's a fun question Mm, I don't know the only reason I would it's so hard for me to say this the only reason I would gosh I don't think I could say it I want to hear it now (laughs) go Charlotte go this is clearly a professional Um, opinion this your fan status can be put aside mm -hmm. for this yes yes total total put it aside it would be cool if I'm just going to say it very vaguely. If Tampa had another championship, that would be cool for the city of Tampa. However, and I think it is plausible. However, I would love nothing more than to see these Yankees go even just to the division series. I mean, but I don't know. I don't I'm going to give a hot take here. Please do. Could it be Pittsburgh's year? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, let's hear it. I'm like, all no, ears. No, no, no. Oh, I couldn't even, I couldn't get through that sentence. No. Um. <laughs> I could barely get through mine. <laughs> Maddie, what do you think? Do you think that the, it's going to be yeah, the Dodgers? Uh, uh, I don't know. Do you think it could be the Giants? I was Giants? just going to say that. Charlotte, we're on the same page right now. We're on same wave. The Cubs baby, just like wave. trashed their whole roster and just said adios. Yeah. 
Did you see what Trevor Story said too? He said free agency calls and it's the Cubs. I might take the phone call. Ooh. I know. A little tea time. Ooh. A little tea time. Um, yes. Actually, the Giants are so ridiculously hot right now. It's kind of scary. So I actually, yeah. I something about those Giants out in San Francisco, they have a little spark. Must be the weather. They have a spark to me. They they have they have yeah. it. I don't know. They they I'm just going to go with, we're, what, 40 games out, roughly, from yeah. the postseason, not even from the World Series. Yeah, I'll say the Giants. Okay, I mean, they're ahead of the Dodgers I mean, at that's this the moment, team that, that's presently. The team that beat but, the Pirates in October in the wild card game. That's like 15, <laughs> so why not? We'll pull one up for <laughs> Yeah, weekend. everyone just, just, I mean, I think we understand my pain. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. We do. We get it's it. fine, we get it. guys. It's, it's we get fine. It. The Mets are going to come and back, now, so we'll have one. And now the Mets. Fine. Fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, you can always come no, no, to no, no, the, no. To fine, the Bronx, fine. Maddie. I have a Pete Alonso shirt on the way, so I, <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck. If you're listening and you have any amount of disposable income, can you please flood Maddie with like just Yankee apparel <laughs> or just anything but anything but what she's I'm, getting in the mail I'm now. committed. I'm committed. Um, I'm a Pirates fan at heart, but as we know, as long as the team is, we'll keep it vague. As long as the team is ran the way it's been run in recent mm, years, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot to root for, you know. We've said it. We've I said it before. It Tell the team. <clears throat> Tell the team that, Mark. Uh, um. <clears throat> Mark Cuban, are you listening? <clears throat> sorry, sorry, you guys. Sorry, guys. Uh, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> sorry, guys. Wow. Tickle in my sorry, throat. she said she was unwell. Tickle in hey, my. She prefaced throat. with it. Um. Mm. All right. But the Mets, they they're a fun team to watch. I will say. I mean, they they are having a little bit of a rough patch lately, but they they are fun as hell to watch. I mean. I just feel like that team has a good chemistry with each other. I think they they just have a fun energy. When you go to that game, when I went to that Mets game, it was it was fun. It was an away game. I mean, we were in Marlins Park, yeah. and it was just fun. I mean, they got Baez at the trade. I, 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 DeGrom is just so fun to watch. I know he's injured right now, but there's they have some stars on that team, and – Maybe they don't shine as brightly as some of the stars over in the NL West, but I don't know. Something the National special. League gets plagued a lot of the time. It's it it's usually plagued with you know weak teams. What? But it could just be it could just be. What? <laughs> I'm just an American League fan. It could just be you know a management thing. What are you talking? What? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the Mets just have the injury bug. They still have a solid team. They still have a chance. They're not far off. The Yankees keep their hot streak. They beat the Braves. It's going to be fine. The, the The Mets are not out. We're talking about them like they're the Pirates. They're not there yet. It's okay. They could still, they still have True. postseason aspirations. October is still mm-hmm. within reach for those New York Mets. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Lindor is going to be better soon. DeRom's going to be back for the postseason. It, it's it's okay. I'm not worried yet. I'm yeah. a Pirates fan, so by I, I'm used to I, I know not to get my hopes up, but I, I still have right. hope for the for these Mets. They're not they're not a lost cause. I mean, 
They're, they're lost causes. Yeah, no, they're I mean, not. They're not. The Pirates just, I think they're in the midst of a series with the Diamondbacks. I mean, if you're talking about lost causes. <clears throat> <laughs> wow, guys. I really got something stuck in my throat today. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Maddie's allergic to this segment right now. Let's <laughs> take a sip of water. You know what, Maddie? Why don't you take a sip of that? That is not water, everybody. <laughs> take a sip of whatever you got in that cup. And we will take a very quick commercial break. Maddie will get her coughs out and we'll talk football. All right, boys and girls, boys and girls, if you're listening, thank you for joining us in the friendly skies. Today wow, we're going to be calming, Charlotte. I liked that. Okay, okay. Buckle, buckle up. Yeah, buckle it's like up. us being quiet, us being like quiet for once. <laughs> Maddie, if we do ASMR for this, I don't think I don't think honestly it would be possible for us to whisper for like an ASMR thing. What even is ASMR? It kind of creeps me out. Does oh my gosh! Okay, speaking of ASMR, I don't think this is actually ASMR, but where are they? Hang on, Maddie. Charlotte, I got Maddie's cool searching. toys. Let's see. Here to hear live, I got guys. Toys. Oh, fun! Ooh. Okay. What is it? It looks to to me, you guys. I'm gonna set the scene. Looks like a little bit of a like a penguin. Oh, oh, that's fun. It's like a here. Wait, it has like a like a joystick. Oh, it's like a boppet. The boppets were the OG fidget spinners. Let's talk about that. I got like four different fidget toys. I love it. Because I, I guys, the energy, the folk, I just, I need, I'm a fidgety person. I need something. You had that thing when I was in Tampa. What was that thing? Or you were talking about a fidgety thing? No, we were in line at the. the <gasps> I almost bought a fidgety thing. The yes. Yeah, okay, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I ordered some, I ordered four fidget toys on Amazon and they're actually really good. I have one that's kind of fun. It's like a cube but it folds it, it it's cool i've got a couple cool fidget toys you should learn the rubik's Ugh. cube it's just uh <laughs> she doesn't want to uh, okay <laughs> my little cousin can do it like quick like he go, go done i, just to I don't do know my hands i don't need to think about it the trail <laughs> yeah you, uh, well you know i i it gets so turned off because when you're doing the, the Rubik's Cube, you have to, like, mess it up to make it good. And I think it's all part of the journey. But to me, I get lost. <laughs> okay. Anyway, speaking part part of the journey. Back to reality and the Locker Room Ladies podcast. It's preseason football, guys. And, and I know. It's, like, it's a taste of the NFL season. It gets you excited for what's to come. But it's not quite there. It's, like, it's, like... What's a good? It's like um, it's like the opener for the it's concert. Like, like you're going to see. It's like you're see. really craving good New York pizza or like your favorite pizza shop of all time. You're craving it, mm-hmm. but it's closed, and all you have is just like a store brand frozen pizza mm-hmm. in your freezer. Yes, it's been okay. in there for maybe a little mm-hmm. too long, but you're really craving the pizza, yeah. and so you think it's gonna satisfy that craving. So you put it in the oven. And then you go for that first bite, and it's pizza, but it's not quite what you wanted. <laughs> That's like preseason NFL football for me. And then you have to wait till the next week to get the pizza or something like that, the good pizza. You have to wait like, like four weeks. I mean, pizza. it's not, we're, 
we got yeah. oh, we have to wait till September. But yeah, that's it, it, I mean that's the equivalent. I mean naturally, preseason football is just like crappy frozen it's like pizza. frozen pizza. <laughs> Obviously, I mean who else? Who doesn't come to that that analogy? <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> I love that. But ladies, 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 listen. boys, or gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, everyone. everyone. Thank you for joining us, the friendly skies. Everyone <laughs> who's listening, however you may identify. Yes. However you may identify, fantasy football is in the conversation. And if you are, if your partner, if you know whack about X's and O's, you don't know who Chase Claypool is. Tune in next. I'm sorry. I'm just telling. I choked a little when she said, you don't know who Chase Claypool is. Come on. That's, I don't think anyone <laughs> like that exists these days, but okay. Which is own. Right? Well, hey, if you're listening to Locker Room Ladies podcast, you should be familiar with him by this point. But if you're just joining us, please stay tuned for next week. Because if you have a significant other, or if you have a best friend, or if you or got parent, invited into your s- office fantasy league, mm-hmm. and you got something to prove... Yep. And you're gonna take oh, that yes. championship title from your coworkers. Listen to next week's episode because we are going to have your ultimate fantasy football guy. Yes, and we're gonna have some special guests help us do it. So, guys, get ready to win your fantasy league. Get ready to start a fantasy league if you're mm-hmm. not already in one. Get ready to build the best fantasy team you've ever dreamed of. I think I might be overselling it quite a bit. <laughs> but guys it's gonna be a great episode uh get ready for your fantasy team i think it's gonna be fun i mean charlotte and i are gonna start a fantasy league so if anyone sure. wants to join uh let's 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 throw it up on the story charlotte see if we get any takers but i'm one thing Hell is yeah. you gotta take it seriously i take my fantasy football very seriously i mean there, there's some trash maddie talk does involved. maddie does i mean there's some maddie i think that it might be really fun to do a little giveaway oh Perhaps some merch. Perhaps, perhaps a merch or a merchy merch, a merchy poo. If you come along on the journey, even if you don't know, that is fine. I don't know everything there is to know in the world. I'm here to learn with you. Hmm. Let's get together next week. Let's make it a date. Everybody, come join us. Come listen. Get your team going. It doesn't need to be OD. You don't need to go ham on it. Like Maddie, you totally will. Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> on your, te- on your you team. Guys, get ready to draft your team. Get ready to draft your all-star fantasy football team and get ready to impress the rest of your league with how well your draft goes. Again, I think I'm, I'm really hyping this up. So, but I mean, you are. it's going to be great. We have some very special recurring guests we're going to join mm-hmm. us friends next week for yeah friends of the show who are going to join us next week and they're going to provide their expertise and mm-hmm. i'm excited to see this play out you guys but we're, we're in this little weird like we just said it's, it's crappy frozen pizza we're in this weird little lull <laughs> between kind of between seasons i mean it, we just had nhl and nba they're over we got baseball, but we're not it's it's in the middle. It's just the middle. There's nothing really we're past the all-star break. We're before the playoffs. We don't have the playoffs team set in stone yet. So it's just it's it's this little like it's this little 
purgatory, if you will. It's, it's a it's a little it's a little uh-huh. sports purgatory. We got preseason football. <laughs> we don't have or in sports purgatory. <laughs> we don't quite have the sports extravaganza that we had at one point earlier this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, fall is really when it gets going. I mean, talk about September, mm-hmm. October. That is just electric. And then mm-hmm. it's guys, I'm just so excited for for the NFL season to officially kick off because mm-hmm. preseason just doesn't quite satisfy. Because it's just preseason can be a little know, scary it's, too. It's kind of like you're just figuring out who's gonna play for the actual season. So you're not seeing the teams the true show their true selves. I mean, we're not seeing the teams as yeah. they're going to look in week one. So And it can be dangerous for a player to go out there and potentially get injured. And it's just I mean and it happens I'm also in this often. weird this weird limbo where it's like obviously I don't want the Steelers to lose, but then when I get excited about them winning, people are like, oh, it's just preseason. It doesn't matter. But I'm like, okay, it's just preseason. But if the Steelers lose to the Lions, it's still friggin' embarrassing. So we better beat the Lions. And of course they beat the Lions. But it's just like, you can't take it too seriously, but you still want your team to win every game. I mean. Absolutely. uh, Okay, let's get in to the NCAA. You guys. Okay, big news. Okay. Okay. So we've been talking about... Maddie, I, I got a text from my mom about this. She broke the news via... It was a screenshot from Facebook. I hadn't heard about anything about NCAA news until my mom. So shout out, shout mom, out for your text. Mom, Aww. thank you. Okay, mm-hmm. well, well, we've Perfect. been talking about the SEC quite a bit. We've been talking about the Big 12 in that whole Texas, Oklahoma dramatic exit. Moving mm-hmm. over to the SEC. They have been making headlines, but now... The rest of the Power Five are saying, move over, guys, because we're here and we're ready. The ACC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, they have decided to form an alliance. Survivor style. It's like, it's like, it's like the office. Would you like to form an alliance? Yes. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely I do. Absolutely, they do. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> they do. Okay. Look at them yes. go. And it's kind of fun. Manny, there's a TikTok idea for you. <laughs> Okay, wait, I might make that. That's a really good idea, Charlotte. Okay. Maddie is just better at it. She's uh, no, it. Charlotte. I'm bad at it. I'm not good. Don't, you don't guys make that. self-deprecating. <laughs> you guys, you guys. Because I, I don't know. I don't know how to be good. I'm not scared good of failure. You guys, you guys. I know my brain's always <laughs> thinking of something, but Maddie's the one who can bring it to fruition. Okay, sorry, I totally interrupted and you with a thing. So these three <laughs> conferences are essentially saying, okay, guys, we are going to be on the same page when it comes to a couple of things this season and moving forward. This was a unanimous decision between the alliances and all the head honchos between the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12. They are forming a united front when it comes to student-athlete, mental health, physical health, safety, academic experience, diversity, inclusion, social justice, gender equity, and the future structure of the NCAA, federal legislative efforts, and yes. my my favorite one in this alliance is postseason championships and future formats. Because yes, we've yes. seen the Big Ten in recent in recent college football playoffs, but 
you guys know how we feel about this. We feel like the college football playoffs is too narrow. Four teams is simply not enough for playoffs. Just it's just not. You need you need the sixteen game format. I mean the sixteen team format. You need the eight game format. It just it needs to be bigger. There needs to be more teams that have a chance. Can you imagine how awesome it would be to see an eight seed upset a one seed? in the college football playoffs. I mean, I want to see that as a fan. And so I love- That happens in March Madness. Right. I would love it's to football. see it in January. Right, because it's, it's to me, it's so arbitrary how they pick it because it's just people that are voting. It has nothing to do. You know, that's honestly why I think NFL was my first love in terms of football was because it, it made so much more sense to me how the playoffs were broken down. It's so mathematical. It's so straightforward. It's not like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, 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 that seems the best, in my opinion. And I'm going to vote for that. It, 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 we've talked about this. But so I love this. Yeah. I love the three of them to, coming together, united front, and making their decisions together. I think there are going to be some changes. I know the SEC likes to think they're all that. But I think that this alliance could be dangerous mm. and could make some waves in the future of NCAA football, Charlotte. What do you think? I have to wonder what the NCAA has to say about this. Like, what does the the NCAA loves, as we know from our resident lawyer, Sean Payne, Esquire, mm-hmm. he, the NCAA loves to control and they love to get in the way. Are they happy about this alliance? Like, truly, is this a, does this pose a threat to them? Are they afraid I mean, it of seems like it's all for good reason. Like, all the things that, that they just listed there seem like it's in optics – At first look, they are saying they have the student-athlete's best interests in mind. I would hope that that's the case Mm. and that that's the idea behind this alliance. I hope that the student-athletes are put first in in all of the decisions that are made. But I don't know. I kind of like it. I mean, I've never heard of anything like this. I do like it, too. I think it's an an interesting move. I mean, shout out to whoever came up with this idea because – I'm excited to see it too and as an ACC fan I am really happy to be a part of something bigger and I also am just it's kind of like a F you like a slap in the face to like Oklahoma and Texas you're not invited to this party right in in either of your conferences in the big 12 (laughs) get out of here I don't know I just yeah I think it's I'm ready to get some popcorn out and watch the drama unfold. I know. I think these meetings, I would love to be a fly on the wall in one of those meetings and just see how this alliance, like they're all sitting together in the corner, like whispering. I don't know. (laughs) What's going on next? It's crazy too, guys. Just think about it this way. Last year, we were wondering if college football was even going to happen. And now we're talking about all these teams, all these conferences coming together for a better game that we know is going to happen. It's it's like we really have come so far. Speaking of the, the ACC, sappy, sappy. we touched on it. So a former ACC mm-hmm. athlete, Clemson football player, now Jacksonville Jaguars player. Nope, it's not Trevor Lawrence. I know that's one you guys were all thinking when I just said that. Travis Etienne. He, mm-hmm. unfortunately, during the preseason game like we were just talking about against the New Orleans Saints on Monday night, running back Travis Etienne, first round pick for the Jags, 
suffered a serious foot fracture and it's unfortunately yeah. going to end his his season. He's not going to step oof, foot oof, oof. in an NFL game during the regular season this year, which is just heartbreaking. I mean, think about the anticipation. His entire life has been leading up to his NFL debut and it's kind of over before it began. I mean, I'm sure he's going to get the best rehab and the best physical therapy and heal up as soon as possible and be ready to go out with a bang in his second season. But so heartbreaking. It's so sad. It's really shitty. It's sad. And also the injury is I looked it up on Google. I am by no means a medical examiner, but it looks painful as hell. It's like under the foot in between like the toes that's going to require some surgery and that's going to yes. be a lot of and and time. when it when it first came out people were thinking maybe he'd have surgery potentially could come back later in the season i mean november december maybe but the jags did place him on the injured reserve on tuesday so that means that he will not be allowed to return this year right. it's just it's such a heartbreaking i mean Curtain call. Uh, it's heartbreaking. And I mean, it, it sucks for the Jags, too. I mean, they. I, I, I think a lot of the whole point that they drafted him in the first round was because they had Trevor Lawrence and they have that chemistry together. Because yeah. personally, I wasn't thinking that Travis Etienne was going to go in the first round. I thought maybe he was going to be a second round back. And so it just it does change a lot of things for those Jaguars. So I'm a, I'm anxious to see how it plays out. I'm wishing Travis Etienne the absolute best fastest recovery and hopefully his second season is better than we could any of us could imagine because it's just it's that must suck wow yeah watch some film study up and let's see what you can do next season because there is a next season so and speaking of we're all hopeful last season not next season uh chase claypool charlotte mentioned him earlier my guy (laughs) number 11 He was awarded uh, at the Steelers preseason game against the Lions at Heinz Field this past weekend. He was awarded the PNC Joe Green Great Performance Award Rookie of the Year. So shout out to him. Absolutely well-deserved. Mean Joe Green. Chase Claypool exceeded, I think, most people's expectations last season on the Steelers. I mean, he had four touchdowns in one game, and that against the Eagles nonetheless. It was electric. I just – he had – such an incredible rookie season. Was so happy to call him a Steeler. Absolutely well deserved. And that was that was Saturday night, I believe. Saturday night, Charlotte. I was when this happened. I was getting live texts from my dad, who was at the Steelers game in Heinz Field. I was actually at Drive Pink Stadium for an Inner Miami CF. Major League Soccer game against, it was Miami against Toronto, which is kind of funny because the last time I had gone to, the only other time I've gone to a Major League Soccer game was in Seattle for the Sounders against Toronto in the MLS championship game in Seattle in 2019. So it's kind of funny because I've gone to two MLS games and I've seen Toronto both times and I was rooting for the other team both times. Maybe it's time to be a Toronto no, fan, Maddie. They but lost. I'm interested. Miami won three no? one. They lost. Hello, let's go. L E T S G O. Let's just for oh, a quick. Oh my god, that took me a second to figure out what you just were spelling. Okay. <laughs> wow, wow, guys, told you. I was just spelling. I was just spelling. Let's it's go. It's salt water. What's in that cup? But it was a blast. It was honestly a blast. If you guys haven't 
gone to an MLS game, I would make a point to go because those fans are mm-hmm. rowdy and it is they it is are just rowdy. such a fun atmosphere. It. It's unlike any other sport in the US. I mean, I, I mean I've never been to a sport sporting event outside of the US, but it, it's just it's surreal. It's it's they get so rowdy, they chant, they have it all coordinated. I'm like, how do you guys all know what you're supposed to be they doing do. at this time? It's just Maddie. It's cool. It was really fun. You, if you want to know more about that, you should definitely watch a documentary that I made as an undergraduate student at the University of Miami. We have a class that we had to make this big project. So a whole bunch of us got together in the class and you team up and it's split in half. Mighty took the class too. She did. My documentary was about Bigfoot. (laughs) Mine was about Inter Miami. (laughs) Well, if you want to watch both of our documentaries, it was, um, Live update, live update. Sorry, Charlotte. We'll talk about your documentary in two seconds. Live update. The bases are loaded. Two outs. The Yankees are up two. Oh. It's the bottom of the ninth. You guys, five, three. They've got this. They've got this two outs. Two outs to go. Chap- Chapman just needs to throw one strike. And that's it. He can, You know what? He could honestly even like not throw a strike here and i'd be okay they just there's the yankees will still win this all right that's that's a quick little cut in charlotte you want to you want to tell us about the documentary or you you need to focus right now yes uh well i could do both i'm good at multitasking the um (laughs) the documentary is actually about the birth of football back to miami it's called a football odyssey from exile to expansion and we worked on it for three months i learned a lot about enter Miami and and those fans they have the siege the I can't remember what I had this was years ago now I guess ew two years ago that's weird anyway go check out the documentary if you want to know a little a thing or two about this birth of this MLS expansion team David Beckham's team so if you don't even like soccer and you like David Beckham the way he looks he's great he's in the documentary guys so. I got a t-shirt I because well, my fun thing is I mean Pittsburgh doesn't have an MLS team and never been to Europe. So I'm like, okay, I guess I gotta be. You need to pick a team. You gotta be Seattle because I saw them win the MLS Cup in 2019. And that was my first MLS game. But now I live in South Florida. So it's like, is is Inter Miami my team? And I think the fact that Mm. I now own an Inter Miami t shirt means that it's solidified. They've won my. Fand my fanship, my fanship is that how you? I don't They've won you, Charlotte. It's three one. It's a three one count. Chapman is sweating bullets. These are live updates from the Maddie people outside the of thing this is, door watching I, the Yankees game right now in this apartment that I'm sitting in. I, I called a strike. <gasps> okay, there's one more full count, baby. Full count! I had actually. Right as you were saying that, Maddie, I actually was heading to Spotify to uh, type in the theme from New York, but I didn't want to speak too soon, although I don't think that it would be premature <laughs> to do that. But but yes, uh, I am, I suppose I'm now an Inter-Miami CF fan, Charlotte. I, think that I love that. Team. I, love I, think, that. I think Miami has a special place in my heart. I mean, Seattle was my first MLS yeah. game, but I think I, I lived in Washington for just a year and a half and and Florida I feel like my heart and soul is here and as a Miami Canes fan I think it just makes sense I'm gonna go let's go enter Miami that's my team you guys so it's I, a love new fan. I love it I love it oh guys this is 
this is we're recording this tuesday night charlotte is today tuesday i don't even know today is tuesday oh that sucks guys we'll give you we'll give you the results of this yankee game <laughs> ah he walked him okay okay guys we're gonna do our quick little fun story that we were planning how am i supposed no! to have fun right now maddie the Braves still trail the Yankees, you guys. Don't worry. You guys, you're learning this as we're learning this. Okay, okay. Let's do let's do a fun story to distract Charlotte a bit as this let's happens. Do our, let's do our we'll fun the updates as they come you know, in. I'm like stress biting my nails. Yes. All right, you guys. We have a an adorable story. Maddie found this story. We wanted to put it in last week, but we decided to save it because last week was just it was a long episode. So yeah. We wanted to give. Yeah, it was. We wanted to give it the time that it deserved. Hansel Emanuel received his first Division I basketball offer from Tennessee State University. Maddie, tell us why it's so special. This guy is nasty on the court. He, You've probably seen him on Instagram. He has been on quite a few reels. I've seen him on my Instagram feed quite a, mm-hmm. feed quite a bit. But you may not have known his name yet, but now you do. Hansel Emanuel he is absolutely electric on the court the things he does it's incredible to watch especially because he does it all with one arm i mean wait just take Mm -hmm. a second to let that sink in he is he received a division one basketball offer from tennessee state university and he has one arm i mean i can't even get a division one offer with two so that's just <laughs> most people can't. I mean, think about that. Most people can't even do what he does with two arms. He is truly amazing to watch. I mean, he is superhuman. It is just like he's Superman out there on those courts. He, it's crazy to me that you can be that good at a sport, disabled. And I think we forget too that people who are disabled can be just as good if not better than those who are totally abled and it is so important to recognize and I think there's actually a lot more conversation on disabled people and their rights and you know bringing them into the conversation and I think Hansel Manuel is going to be a great person right I mean I think it's watching him it's so special and inspiring to watch someone follow their dreams and work so Mm -hmm. hard because you have to work hard to get a d1 offer in any sport you gotta work your ass off and he clearly does not work anything hold him back i mean i'm sure he's the hardest working guy in every room he walks into it is it's it's just special like i'm getting chills talking about him and the videos will give you chills we're gonna share some videos of him playing on our instagram because it's just special it's just it's it's He's awesome. One of the reasons I love sports is because of stories like these. And he is just the epitome of hard work over everything and just love of the game because you have to love it to work that hard at something. Yeah. It's the reason why I love doing this. Love talking about it is because stories like that just are so inspiring. It's like, why was my day hard right. today? At least I have both of my arms and my vision and, you know, my legs two legs to walk on and the list goes on so see someone like that doing some amazing and we said we said first division one basketball offer so hopefully there's more to come yeah see what he decides upon 
I'm excited to watch his journey continue. Also, Charlotte, quick update. Yankees new pitcher, Wandy Peralta, slapped his face twice to get pumped up for the moment. Yes, baby, let's closer. go. Let's go, baby. Let's see. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Five, four Yankees, you guys. Bottom of the ninth. Bases loaded. 1-1 one, one count. Charlotte. This is History is unfolding in front of our eyes. <laughs> In front of your ears, you guys. I think I think they have twelve wins streak. I think it's twelve, eleven, maybe. This could be the twelve. Or the third. Let's see. Let's see what happens, you guys. We're just gonna. Oh my gosh, I'm nervous. I'm not even a Yankees fan. But (laughs) see, if you watch to the end, you get some fun stuff like this. Na 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 Yankees. I don't have time for extra names. (laughs) Let's free baseball, Charlotte. Oh, yeah, Charlotte wants to go to it bed. Is Charlotte says she's going to bed in, like, six minutes. So, Freddie Freeman <laughs> is up. 3-1. Charlotte is hunched over her MLB app right now. Wait, I this is kind am. of fun because, Charlotte, I think I've almost always done the podcast from a bed. And I'm actually sitting at a desk today. And now Charlotte's sitting in her bed for the second week in a row. And it's that's on working overtime like every day. <laughs> <laughs> I usually ah, don't three, two, do the Maddie, freaking out. <laughs> I usually don't like to do anything in my bed except for sleep or like relax because I never studied in my bed and I hate eating in my bed. Don't bring me food. If I'm eating in my bed, I'm sick. Except for in that hotel like room in Tampa, it. those chips and guac. Oh, I mean, that's the place you gotta <laughs> eat those chips and guac. That was some good stuff. With the view, get out of here. Foul! Another foul! Uh-huh. Freeman is fouling off every pitch. That's a quote. Shout out Closing Austin. Closing time. Closing time. <laughs> Game so over. Sensitive. The streak continues, baby. And that's the perfect way to end this episode. Good night, Charlotte. Cue the Frank Sinatra. <laughs> I'm going to bed. A yank. I'm going to bed happy that I'm never going to be a Boston Red Sox fan. <laughs> okay, good night, everyone. Or good morning. Thank or you. good afternoon. Talk to you later. Guys, come back for our fantasy football extravaganza next week. We're excited to have you. We're excited 